Welcome to Well Played Podcast, the show on all things playful and joyous. Together we are finding the joy in the journey of life. And today I have with me Greg and Callie. I am so excited. They are the second episode in our series on getting started with gamification and digging into gamification. And these two kind of have a unique sort of story of how they kind of landed on this show. And I can't wait to to dive into this show with them. Uh, but before we do, if you guys could kind of introduce yourself, how about Callie, you start first. Hi, I'm Callie Slesser. I'm a TK5 instructional coach in Winters, California. Winters is a really small school district kind of outside of Davis. All right, Greg. Hey, Michael. Um, I'm Greg Moffat. I'm the principal at Winters Elementary School. And uh, Callie and I have sort of been doing a book a week uh, from the Dave Burgess Consulting um, Group. And uh, we landed on Explore Like a Pirate last week and are totally jazzed by it. There are so many uh, great ideas from it. And uh, we are super excited and honored to be talking to you tonight. Yeah, that was kind of how, I'll be honest, it's kind of how you guys land on the, the show. You guys were doing it as a book study and you were tweeting out some some sort of picture quotes from the book. And, uh, well, one, you guys both seemed super passionate about it, which was cool. Uh, and I love this idea of the Dave Burgess sort of book a week. I also think it really worked out like lucky duck for me that... I'm book 10 and I'm explore like a pirate. It's like X marks the spot. I absolutely love it. So you made it up to book 10. That's good. That's good. Um, We're going to read them all. Don't worry. <laughs> well, you got to 10. Like that was, that's, that's, the, that's a benchmark right there. That's good. Uh, all right. So you guys, I thought would fit in the series kind of perfectly because getting started, like a big piece of getting started is sort of wrapping your head around this whole thing big enchilada that is gamification so kind of like wanting to start there with you two you know you got the book what what did you sort of know ahead of time maybe maybe we could start there so i went to fall q and actually saw uh tisha richardson do a presentation she talked about you and so after her presentation i went back to my classroom i actually have 10 percent of my position is um fifth grade steam and I figured, what could I do with my fifth graders? I only see my, each class 40 minutes a week. And so I decided to just gamify it. And I knew that would be a good way to build a relationship with them um, and motivate them and tie all my units together. So that's basically how it launched. And then reading the book is helping me even deepen my understanding of what I'm doing and give me even more ideas. So Nice. And how about you, Greg? I had no idea what gamification in the classroom was. I honestly thought it was about video games and tech. And um, I was like, I am not going to enjoy this book at all. Um, but reading it, I realized it, it was so much more than just about playing games in a classroom. And so much more than just tech. It really is about building a culture with your classroom, creating an experience in your classroom, um, building relationships in your classroom, inspiring kids to just go above and beyond. And I think most importantly, letting 
yourself as as the teacher go above and beyond and be creative and push things and try things um so yeah i thought gamification was all about tech and video games and yeah there can be a component of that but it is so much more it is a philosophy i think about the way that you approach teaching and learning with your kids and um and yeah and i think it is a book that really shows you how to do that yeah, no, I mean, it's just, I don't know how to get over that hump because there's so many people out there that like, the, exactly like you said, Greg, that, that is where so many people are sort of stuck on it. They think like, wow, well, gamification, that's not for me. I don't, I'm not a gamer or like my school's not one-to-one or I don't think we should use video games in the classroom. And it's like, oh, like that's not it. Like you're missing the... You're missing the, you're missing the entire all. boat. Yeah, you know, that'd be like me saying like, well, I don't think math's for me because I don't like using calculators. It's like, ooh, there's a whole lot more to the subject than just using calculators. It it really is a complete mind shift. Um, it is all about looking at the kids in front of you and your classroom and what you want to do with them and where you want to go. Um, as you say in the book, that new world of education is waiting and you need to like go out and explore it. You need to be in control in your classroom to go out and take permission to just go for it and go go find something new and try something new. That's what gamification is. Um, and so I wish I had known that years ago when I was in the classroom. Um, I really, really wish I had had this resource, you know, years ago. And you, I think like before the show, we were talking a little bit, you, you said that you had done kind of these like game elements a little bit in your class, um, but it wasn't necessarily tied together with intention, you know, like they, no. they were just kind of these one-off things and, you know, I think after reading the book, you kind of spoke to the fact that like tying them together, you just see it as kind of an electrifying thing for all involved. I think the word that you just used, intention, is so key. Um, being purposeful about what you're doing. So you're not just playing a game. Um, you're not just, you know, having fun. You're being intentional and thoughtful about it. Um, I did simulations when I was uh, a middle school teacher. Um, we acted out things. Um, we had a city-state battle in my classroom, nice. like you write about in your book. Um, but it was just a standalone sort of thing that we did. Um, and I see a gamified classroom as really building an overarching theme and experience and tying it all together. Um, so. Um, that kids see connections with everything that you're doing. Um, so that kids see connections between each other and with each other. Um, so much about, um, I think the experience is about building that classroom community and building those relationships between kids. And if you're doing this one-off game here and a game there, um, it'll be fun, it will enrich learning, but um, creating that unified experience is, is the big takeaway that I got from reading the book. And boy, do I want to get back in the classroom. I'm I'm like, how can I assign myself a section or a period <laughs> next year to teach so that I can do this um, and really go for it? That's quite an endorsement. And uh, Cal, you are, like you said, you still have a portion of a classroom. You you got the, the, the Greg assignment there. Uh, so, <laughs> like me. Like you. Yeah. So are, 
taking that book, having read it, having looking at it, and getting started, and you're coming off that conference, uh, you know, where did you begin in terms of gamification live with the students there? So I basically just started introducing it to them. I totally just did like a 360 and I went in, like I gave myself a week to kind of prepare because I had things already on my, my plate, right? And I came in and I said, okay, guys, we're gonna do something different. And we have a theme and sometimes we're gonna stay on our theme, our, our, our the unit I've created for the rest of the school year, at least until our STEAM fair, which is in February, they're working on creating their ideal cool school and they're working in teams. Nice. So I was like, this is our goal. We're working on creating our cool school and we've done all the research and stuff, but everything's done in teamwork, which has gamified it. And for instance, actually this week is the hour of code. So we're doing code.org, which in the way that I've just grabbed it and, and we are doing the dance party from code.org. We didn't, I didn't want to change that. I wanted to do that, but I've incentivized it in that, you know, the, the work, the teamwork that goes together and the growth and the progress they make we'll give them bonus points. And they're like, what are the bonus points for? And I'm like, this is my game. I'm making this up and I'll let you know when we get there. And I kind of stole that from the book. You know, like I, you know, it'll be something amazing because they've had some opportunities where they've gotten bonus points and they've, they've sure. what they were for. And um, it's just, they love the concept of the teamwork and the just earning something and working together. And it's, I've seen just today, I was watching the teams working and there were a couple of kids that were lagging behind us. Remember, we need to work together, so help your team. And they said, yeah, we want our team to make the most progress today. And so that element of it, I just really enjoy. And they know that they're working towards something that's that their ultimate goal is to build this this cool school that's going to be presented at the STEAM Fair in February. So it, all of the elements are just wrapping together. It's really been a lot of fun. And I really enjoy the creativity of it in it. <laughs> I think I really like how you kind of expressed, like, what you're seeing in your students that, mm -hmm. you know, like, one, it it it's not hard for them to wrap their brain around this like game structure. So like, one, I think it's harder on us. So when teachers are thinking like, oh, I don't know how to do it. It's so hard. It's so complicated. Really, it's it's not as far as your students are concerned. So like, maybe you know, have a little faith, take a little leap, and like you said, it's okay if like you try something out. And to be honest, it's also okay if you try something out and you say like, oh, those points. Cause I've sometimes started multiple currencies. Like I have this thing you can earn and this thing you can earn and that thing you can earn. And sometimes I want to bridge too far. Like that thing, I have no idea what I'm going to do with it. And I didn't do a lot like whoops. Um, but the kids, the kids are okay with that. But I also and, you know, I just want, I want to share what was really exciting though, is I, so they have a, a budget that you, you know, it's, it's all, it's so much fun. They have a budget to build a school. And during the election week in the early November, our school actually earned a, or an, a, we got a bond, a big bond that would help finish our, our school district, which is amazing. And I had told them that we're going to do this thing and you're going to have a sub and I want you to finish the task. If you do well in the task, you're going to get a bond and you're going to get some money for your school. And they were like, what? And so when I came back from having a sub, um, I explained what a bond was and how the winning, winning team got $2,500, so $2.5 million, sorry, for their school to, to do other things. And they were just like, wow, this is amazing. That's like three more classrooms. And it was just amazing how it wrapped in and how I was able to take other curriculum and just kind of really make it more real too, which was really fun That's... and excited them. Like, hey, we're building, we're really going to use that money to finish our high school in our school district for real. You know, so that was what was the fun part about it. It's like, I'm really making it, life was kind of a game. So it was fun. 
No, I love, I mean, that's one of the things I absolutely love about gamification is that that little bit of theme can really like, I mean, the students, and I don't care what grade. I mean, like literally I have interviewed college kids tell you that like that little bit of theme just sucks them in. And all of a sudden they care a little more about their group. They care a little more about the outcome. They, they sort of sit up a little more straight. Like they're just excited about the entire process because you use a couple words. You say like they're going to get a bond instead of just saying like at the start of this project, you have this much money to spend, you know, like right. there's like, ah, that little bit of a little bit of everything, that little bit of theme applied with intentionality all right. of a sudden can just kind of unlock the experience for students. And, right. and for me, uh, I think you both kind of expressed it that it ends up being kind of more fun and exciting to be the teacher too. Like, yeah. Like when you see the kids kind of doing these things, getting excited, getting in their teams, like wanting to sort of produce their best each and every day. Like, isn't that like why we got into this? I mean, like that's absolutely. Yeah. Like that's, that's it, man. That's, that's the secret sauce right there. So, uh, I had another question for you guys. So as you guys were sort of reading through the book and, you know, you're getting excited to sort of gamify, uh, in the book, there were a few things that, um, I kind of say the first third sort of sets up gamification. Why gamify a couple of like other, I would say maybe even out of left field, like I had the, the, the new world, like language that you had to use, which was purpose-driven learning, uh, which really isn't gamification, but it was just sort of how I speak to my students. Um, how did, how did that like resonate with you guys? Was that like, did that feel right for you? Was it, was it too far out of left field? I'm curious where you guys took that. That to me is, um, the whole heart of the book. Um, I mean, yeah, you give lots of tips and there's lots of treasure chests about um, gamified learning and the things mm-hmm. that you do in your class. But for me, that purpose-driven learning section is what school is about. That is what we're doing. And um, a gamified class is a way to go about and teach those skills. But um, at the heart of what we are doing, it is helping kids realize how they communicate and collaborate and depend on each other and uh, persist through challenges. And um, that that is what we're teaching kids. Um, that is the curriculum. The curriculum is um, all of those life skills. And That's right. That's um, right. to me, that that is the heart of the book. Um, so I got to that chapter and I'm highlighting everything. And um, to me, that that that's what it's all about. Nice. I, I like hearing that. That's great. That's, that's, that's fine with me. How about you, uh, Kaylee? Uh, you know what? What he said. <laughs> Ditto. I'll take that. That's fine. You always say, I'm the big picture person and Greg's the wordsmith. So, okay. Yeah. What okay. He said. No, I totally agree. And I really feel that's, that's what it's all about. You know, And um, listening to some of the other podcasts that you've done, I really feel like the big thing that I really appreciate with gamification is that I don't have to make every task or journey 
uh, graded. It's not a graded thing. It's like they're incentivized to do it because they're excited to do it and their learning will come along. But mostly they're looking at like how this fits into the whole picture. And I mean, I just, it's the concept is just obvious to me that why you get my five classroom. And it's, it's been, it was just great when I read the book. It gave me a lot of permission to do things that I wanted to do which was amazing. You know, things that are like, yeah, that's what I've been wanting to do. Thanks for the permission. I read it right there. So I read it right there. It's done. I got it's it. Right I can go. Well, and if we want kids to be curious and hardworking and focused and passionate and enthusiastic adults after school, we've got to give them opportunities to be curious and passionate yes. and, you know, hardworking and enthusiastic in school right now like it's they're not going to magically graduate from high school and have these skills if we don't give them opportunities to learn it um, and to experience it and to to do it in in our classrooms and so we have to give ourselves permission to make that what we're teaching kids to be as explicit about being curious and passionate and enthusiastic and resilient whatever Whatever skill you want it to be for your kids in your classroom, we've got to be explicit about it and teach it and have that conversation and talk about it. And a gamified classroom gives you the experience and the opportunity to just teach it. Um, so that to me is what I really loved reading about. Yeah, I think I really echo the same feelings. Like the a gamified class is just in one hand like a very natural way to, to produce a risk-rich environment where students mm -hmm. are inspired to take that risk, to try it out. And, and if they fail, there's actually like good concrete conversations that can happen that they actually are open to hearing because it's in a game environment. They want to sort of succeed in that game world. And they're kind of like thinking like, all right, like help me out, coach. Like how do I, how do I get up to that, to that level? Or how do I defeat that boss? Or, or how do I like work better as a team so that next time we're in a better situation? Uh, I mean, I hate that term soft skills, but like it just does such a good job of bringing those soft skills to life in a tangible way that my, my sixth graders understand and, and they're able to execute on, you know? We need a better word than soft skills. We because do. Because there is nothing soft about them. They are hard to learn. They are hard to master. They are, um, they are essential. Um, there's nothing easy or soft or light and fluffy about these <laughs> skills. Um, they're not like teddy bear skills. These are, these are like, these are essential. These are the things that our kids need to succeed in our classrooms now and in their future. And, um, we've got to teach it. Um, We've, we've got to give kids opportunities to learn it and try these skills out. And, and as you said, yeah, fail sometimes. We're, we are not always going to be perfect. We are going to make mistakes and we are going to mess up. And it's what we do when we mess up and make those mistakes that I think that's where the learning happens. That's where we figure out, you know, where we're going next and what we're going to do about it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's so true. And uh, we do have to come up with a much better word. I don't know if essential skills would be good. Life skills is a life skills, life skills is sort of taken as a term, <laughs> but yeah. but they seem totally important and something that you're going to use for a, 
a lifetime and you're going to use in all your relationships from your friendships to your partnerships to your business partnerships. So, yeah, we'll have to come up with a better word. Look at like, yeah. oh, oh man, like we got my brain it. is spinning right now. I'm thinking we got to We got to figure out this word. But, th- you know, they give purpose to our teaching. You know, you call them purpose driven learning that that's what it is. It gives purpose to what we're trying to do each and every day with kids is get them focused on what they're really learning about from these incredible experiences that we create in a gamified classroom or not a gamified classroom. Um, you know, they're, they're what needs to be in our curriculum. So I guess moving from that question to my sort of next one, um, now that you guys, Kayla, you've done some gamification in your class, Greg, you've done it in the past. And now like with the book, you kind of understand how one could tie it together, how like those past experiences you had could even be more like amplified with that intentionality. Uh, my question for you now is the two of you, how would you sort of pitch this to the next person, right? Like, so mm-hmm. if you are sitting at that staff meeting, you go to an ed camp, you're asked to sort of do a, a show and share somewhere. Uh, how, how would you, how would you pitch that to, to that next person? Wow. Well, you know, the thing that keeps running through my mind that we haven't really talked about is gamification really offers students choice. So you can offer them this expedition or this journey and they, they might arrive at the same product for you, but you give them that choice. And I, I feel like that is one of the most powerful parts of it is you help them learn in a way that they want to learn. And in a typical classroom, that choice may not be offered in such an enticing way, but in a game where it's like you can go on this journey or this expedition to arrive at this thing, it, I just feel like it's so powerful. And and I did hear you say recently that, you know, they don't, they're, you know, you don't have to, like you were saying, I was saying before, we don't have to give them scores or give them grades, but when they take the opportunity to go on these journeys or these expeditions and they end up learning it and they do better in their tests because they've taken that route. And I, I, I can't, I can't even explain to another teacher how important that is. I mean, we all know that choice is so powerful and this is a really, I want to say easy way to do it. And Greg and I honestly sat down the other day and we were debating over who is going to go back to the classroom. If if a job opens up, is it going to be you or me going back? Maybe we can split it. I mean, how are we going to do this? Like who's going to retire? You know, like we keep going, I want to go back to the classroom so much because just my 40 minutes a week with each group is not enough. I don't get to do enough with them and I want to do more. And Greg and I feel the same way. We've been kind of introducing this to our staff and that's kind of where we're taking it is to put them in the role of a student. So just so they can experience it. And Mm -hmm. actually what he didn't say that's pretty important is that our school is actually two schools. So we're a, um, a K, a TK three school site. And we're also a four five site and they're across town, across town, like a mile, um, from each other. And he's a principal of both. And I'm the instructional coach for both. And we decided to gamify PD a little bit just to see, just for fun. We were like, should sure. we do something, a scavenger hunt, you know? And we're like, it's, it, we would do this the week after Thanksgiving. And we're like, uh, let's just put a bingo game up. And I think that'll be really fun for them. Incentivize them with some coffee cards, you know? And, nice. and it's just, it's just interesting how they, different groups kind of perceived it. And, 
And I went into a teacher's room today at our four or five site. And I said, can you do me a favor? And he's just like, and we, of course, we only have one male at four or five. So you know who it is. And I said, can you just do me a favor? And he's like, what's that? I said, can you just sign up on this bingo chart so that I can give you a coffee card? And he's like, oh, I'm so excited to do that. I've just been so busy. Yes, I'm going to do that. And it's, it's just fun because enthusiasm and they're thinking. Yeah. I even had a couple of teachers tell me one of the bingo areas was to do a genius hour with their students. She said, I'm going to do genius hour on Friday with my students because I just want to fill in that spot. And then she came to me today and she goes, it was so fun. I'm so glad I tried it. So gave them the choice and the opportunity and their, and the permission and the permission. permission. Yeah. Like, yeah, you should spend an hour on, on Friday, you know, doing genius hour with your students. So it's been amazing. It's fun to, to, play with our staff why not and so they could experience it you know they could experience that extra play you know i love it go all right so greg you're you that was excellent answer by the way and greg you're the wordsmith so (laughs) i'm very excited to hear your response so i think with anything that you are starting to do whether it be a new book, you've come back from a conference, you've read this great thing on the internet, you've been on a Twitter chat, whatever it might be, I think you just need to give yourself permission to start somewhere and to start trying it. You don't have to figure it all out at the very beginning. It's not going to be perfect. You don't have to have you know, everything all lined up. Um, just start and see where it takes you and go from there. So, I mean, Explore Like a Pirate is filled with so many ideas. And you could sit there and go, there is no way I could figure it all out right now. You could take an entire year to like try to plan out how you were going to gamify your classroom. Or you could just start with something. You could just do one little thing and see where it goes. And you don't have to have all the rules figured out. You don't have to have it all lined up perfectly. Just just get started. Just do something. Just try something. With anything you do, with any book you read, with any PD you go to, with any conference you attend, just try something. Take one idea and go with it and see where it goes. Um, give yourself permission to, to just explore. I like it. That kind of reminds me of like when somebody gets super excited to propose to somebody. You know, like they like, like they're like, I want the rest of my life to begin now. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to wait six months. I don't want to wait eight months. Like I want it, I want it now. And when you think of it in that context, it's kind of like, would you like, well, I'm not going to propose until I've planned out the next like eight years with like that partner. Like, no, you don't, you don't know, but like, you know that like it's right and you know, you want to move towards it. So move towards it, move towards action. You know, yeah, just go for it. Just take the risk, jump, just do it. Um, I, I think sometimes we, at least I do, um, always want things to be perfect, right? Callie's, um, Callie, Callie's nodding her head right now. Um, <laughs> you want it to be perfect. You want it to be great for kids, right? You don't, you don't want it to be this awful experience, right? And of course, you're going to plan it out and you're going to do your best, but. You don't know what it's going to be like until you just try. And so I think that's the best thing. Give yourself permission as an educator to try. You know your kids. You know what they need. Just try. Go for it. Yeah, and I think on that note, I mean, again, well said, Greg. I think on that note, like, 
we have to recognize that if we're not doing something because we want it to be perfect and just right for our kids, while that is like the right sentiment and it comes from the right place, I think those things in life that are like the greatest moments, and, and we can think about our own lives, if you reflect on this, those that are listening right now, like those great moments were, were extensions. They were, they, you stepped outside of yourself, you took a risk. Uh, so take, take a risk for your students. Like, I think that this is like Greg saying, you're, whether it's gamification or otherwise, you've learned something, you're excited about it and you need, you need to put it in play. You need to put it in practice. Cause actually that iterative process of trying it and then retooling it, trying and retooling it like, no, you're not going to get it right that first time, but I guarantee you, you're not going to get a horribly wrong either. Right. And I think the students will find that like so refreshing to see you trying something new, right? Like the tried and true while you might got it down pat and like the kids get it. And there's like a comfort in that. That doesn't necessarily make it the best choice. It just makes it like the easiest choice for you. And that really came to like the most poignant moment in the book for me was the part where you talk about, you can't take my game and cut and paste it for your classroom. And I really feel that I've always felt that way as a teacher. It's like I could teach the same thing as the teacher next door, but if it's not authentic to me and the way that I teach and the way that I interact with students, it's not going to work. And I, I love that you can't just take your games and buy them on TPT. You know, like you can't. That's not a, a good game. And you have to have your students who are involved and buying in and in and contributing and being, you know, telling you as a teacher this is effective and this is working for us and we like this and you have to come up with your own, whatever your own journeys and badges. And I just love that part about it. I'm like, it has to be, it's going to be, and this is the way I really believe as a teacher. I, I, this is my 18th year of teaching every year I've taught has been totally different, even though I repeated grades and all that kind of stuff. I don't believe that teaching is authentic unless you consider your students and consider every single moment and everything has to, change and adjust and that was the part i was like thanks for that permission too <laughs> <laughs> nice well uh i mean i can't believe it but we are out of time so we're we're already at reflection time it comes quick uh but are you guys ready to sort of respond to how the quote motivates you sure all right this one comes from Alfred Mercer, and it is what we learn with pleasure, we never forget. Mm. Good quote. <laughs> well, learning should be joyful. Learning should here, here. be fun and it should be exciting. And I mean, that's that's what gets you up in the morning. That's what gets you going is to to learn new things, to to try new things, to to be curious and and that that should be fun. Um, and I think when it is, you of course learn it. That doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. That doesn't mean it's going to work out perfectly. Um, but uh, the things you remember are the things that were filled with joy and um, and. We need to bring 
more joy into our schools, into our classrooms. Um, we need to model that for our kids so that they see that that we love learning just as much as they do. Um, you know, if we want our kids to to be, you know, joyful learners, we've got to be joyful teachers and joyful leaders. Um, we've got to show them that that this is fun stuff. It's fun to come to school every day and learn something um, so that when they're out of school, that they're they're having just as much fun with what they're learning. Agreed. Agreed. How about you, Callie? Do you want, do you want me to say it again? Yes. Give me, give me a moment to wrap my brain around that. Yes. Go one more time. All right. From Alfred Mercer, we have what we learn with pleasure. We never forget. Well, honestly, right now, you know, you think of when I look back at my education, I look at those moments where it was something happened that was really impactful and the things that we do in the classroom you know the things that your students laugh about and they're really going to remember those really poignant experiences and um we do as much as we can in the classroom and give them those opportunities to try new things and i'm just trying to think of some of the amazing things that i've done lately that that you know my class when i introduced this unit and told them it was going to be a game they just were, I, well, I, before I even, did, I showed them a video that explained what the point of it was. And they actually thought, because I, it was the first time I used a, um, a wee video, that it was something that I stole from the internet, but I had edited it. And Mr. Moffitt um, introduced the game in the video as he's like, I'm commissioning you guys to build a school. And it was so exciting for them. They were laughing and they were like, wait, we got to watch that again. That was, that was for us. So it was, you know, anytime that you're doing something for students that they're, they feel special and they know that you really care, they're going above and beyond. I mean, they're not going to forget that. They're really not. So true. Uh, well, guys, thank you so, so much for being on the show today. No problem. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Michael. It's an honor to be here and to talk with you uh, about your book and education in general and making learning fun i agree man it's just it's so fun it's a good time like learning can be just such a fun process so let's let's not lose that it doesn't all have to be stuffy stuffy it does not <laughs> well thanks again guys everyone else uh thank you for joining us on this series we're gonna have another episode on sort of this sort of getting started with gamification series and as always if you guys could check out some of my other channels like my youtube channel that's uh, youtube.com slash mr matera subscribe uh that'd be awesome and everyone enjoy the rest of your week and play on